Thank you for joining us, everybody. You're tuned in to the Jam Frequency Radio Show. This is John DiMaria. And Desi does. Each episode here at the Jam Frequency Radio Show, the artists will take us to a new frequency of musical energy, the full spectrum from up-and-coming artists as well as living legends. We get to know their stories on how they create music and what makes them unique as artists. The Jam Frequency Radio Show. Where words and music kaleidoscope. Welcome to the Jam Frequency Radio Show. We are continuing on with our gratitude series, John. This is part two of at least three. The artists have been so gracious in picking songs of theirs that represent gratitude, but also just great people, great musicians. Can't wait to get this show started. So without further ado, we're going to get it started right with our friend Joe Marsnick, who is just an extraordinary guitar player. His frequency that he brings to us is Chicago Blues, New Orleans. Orleans funk. He does play some Grateful Dead, Psychedelia, and some jazz fusion. And a great guy. Lots of fun to talk to Joe. Here's our conversation with Joe. Hey Joe, it's nice talking to you, brother. How you doing today? Hey guys, thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing good. We've got really good weather up in Northwest Indiana right now, so I'm feeling really good today. Awesome. This pandemic has struck a lot of musicians in a lot of different ways. Some good, some maybe not so good. How were you as an artist staying positive and grateful during this time? It's definitely the most unique thing that'll probably happen in all of our lifetimes. So we're sharing this collective moment together, but obviously experiencing it differently. I've run the gamut with my emotions with it. I had just left on a two-week tour starting in Savannah, or sorry, it was three weeks. I was going to go all the way out to Arizona and Vegas, come back through Colorado and back up to Northwest Indiana. And I played the first show and then Mm. everything else got canceled. So, you know, it was a story that's happened to so many of us in the industry and in all industries. And so I drove home that next day, just not knowing what was going to happen. And then the quarantine started and I sat at home for uh, about three months and just started doing what us musicians do, playing the guitar, writing songs, trying to find new ways to be creative in our new environments. And one of the lucky or whatever word you want to call it as an improviser and in the jazz and kind of jam band scene is normally when you improvise, you have a framework. So you're given this framework and then you can play around within that framework. So it was just adjusting our mindset to the new quarantine COVID world framework of, okay, now we're at home, but how do we be creative and improvise in this setting? So I don't want to say I was more prepared for this than other people, but what we do as improvisers is adapt to the situation and try to find ways to be creative in it. Dude, is that a perfect answer or what? <laughs> really, improvi- you know, we're improvisers, so let's, let's adapt. adapt. And do it. It's so beautiful. How are the songs that you're writing now differ prior to the pandemic? Another thing that I was super lucky to have was where I live, I've got a, a drummer and a bass player that I was able to get together with pretty much once a week, which during the lockdown, we, you know, we were being smart and wearing masks and staying away from each other, mm-hmm. uh, six feet or whatever. But at least we could still get into the same room and play music. Mm-hmm. With my band, it's normally a different lineup all the time. Yeah. So I write music, but I don't really have a set group to write for. Since it's always changing, it was kind of just whatever idea came to me, I would record it down. Or if there was a show, maybe remember how that went. So now here I am 
in this format, I've got bass, drums, and guitar. So I kind of was starting to write towards having a set group. And another fun thing was, since my normal band never rehearses, the tunes had to be relatively easy. I don't want to say they were simple, but I couldn't have long passages and little unison things because there wasn't any time to prepare it. Mm -hmm. So now that I've got a group I'm getting together with every week, I was able to write slightly more complicated and and a little more challenging tunes. So I would say that was one of the big ways that the songwriting kind of evolved currently. Mm. I like it. That's so good. The evolution of what's going to happen on the other side is so interesting and has yet to be known. But are you excited to see what comes out of artists in general because of this? Or are you just like, come on, let's just get it over with? No, no, it's definitely cautious optimism. I know a lot of people that are thinking that. You know, if you go back to the plague, you know, what came out of that is the Renaissance and, you know, all these past moments in history where these really creative things come from very dark times. So I'm kind of cautiously optimistic that a lot of bands and musicians and artists are going to use this time to really create something new. One of the things I found in the live music scene was there's this huge emphasis on playing covered songs and whole bands that just do cover music. And I'm guilty of it too, but we all got to do what we got to do to survive. But I think having all this time to just sit and write will hopefully lead to a whole lot of new original music, original albums, ideas. And I think it will bring about something good and you try to say something good because of all the bad that's going on. So mm-hmm. cautiously optimistic. Yes, for sure. Great. I have one more question for you, Joe. Is there something that you're including on a daily basis now, maybe a new routine or habit that's helping you stay positive through these times? Not really, but that was kind of, because when you're on the road, you kind of get into a routine. And so being stuck at home was like <laughs> a whole new feeling out process. Normally I'm never home for a day or two days or three days so to be home for a whole lot was just like at first I'm like I'm just let it wash over and and see what happens and so what I found was I was staying up later than when I was on the road you know I'd be two in the morning and I'm wide awake so I guess your body just gets used to that energy and it's hard to just turn that switch off so I would just play music and start writing and use this new time and this new energy to my advantage. So back in March and in April, a lot of my songs I was writing at 3.30 in the morning, 4 in the morning. <laughs> and it was kind of funny, but I was like, hey, if that's where the energy is pulling me, I'm going to go with it. That's right. You got to follow where it leads you. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, of course, I started exercising and going for walks and doing the little things that you can't do as much on the road. So I was very grateful and a lot of gratitude for that. Most definitely. Yeah. Staying active and getting outside whenever we can is just awesome. Yeah, and I'm sure with where you guys are at, you know, that's probably great for not seeing people and you've got this amazing place to go explore and never have to worry about seeing another person. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we were really lucky to not have any visitors in our favorite spots up here for, gosh, at least two months. So that was definitely a positive for us. Unfortunately, we did have a lot of wildfires here in California and up here in the mountains, one in our backyard. So for the last, gosh, since September, we've had smoke continually where it's just hazardous oh, wow. and unhealthy. So 
we got excited to be able to go outside and then all of a sudden we couldn't be outside <laughs> anymore. So here in our area, it's just been one hit after another. Talking to you musicians and listening to your music and just following you guys virtually has just been something that's been so helpful for us during these times. So we appreciate what you're doing and what others are doing to keep music alive for us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you giving us a, a, a platform to, to share and connect. Um, oh. We all got to come together right now, especially. That's for sure. We had asked you if you had a song in your repertoire that made you feel grateful or thankful, or maybe that makes your listeners feel that way. You passed along the song Luna, which came from your JM3 album from 2018. And we've gotten to listen to that and definitely feel the grateful, thankful, just easy vibes frequency of it all. Can you give us a little background on why you chose Luna for our grateful episode? Yeah, just something that music is not tangible. You can't touch it, right? It goes in your ears, and sometimes there's a visual component of it, but it's not physical. It's something that floats through the air, so it's something you feel, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about this. I was driving out through Breckenridge last weekend and was like looking at the mountains and thinking, how do I capture this me looking at the mountains the way that makes me feel and turn that into sound? So Luna is one that I feel kind of best represents that idea of, you know, seeing something beautiful and this soul affirming cosmic moment or whatever you want to call it. You can feel it, you know, it makes you makes you feel something. So that came together, uh, man, a long time ago, I would say probably had that idea, maybe not the way it sounds now, but this descending chord progression. And I actually started writing it on piano, just jamming out of the piano at the home. And then I would remember, you know, occasionally in soundcheck, I'd like throw it in there. I always got great um, responses from everyone who ever heard it. And so it was always kind of sitting in the back of my mind, but I'd never played it on guitar and kind of tried to arrange it for a band. So when uh, I was doing JM3, I think I needed one or two more songs. And it was like, all right, well, let's see if we can capture this vibe in the trio, organ trio format. And those guys just knocked it out of the park. Will Blades on the organ and Terrence Higgins on the drums. Yeah, I don't know, having the organ, you know, I originally wrote it piano and the organ just gives it such a different feel. And mm -hmm. it kind of is that, I don't want to say introspective, a certain melancholy to it. And when you're talking about gratitude, I just thought that song would be a just a perfect fit. We have to agree. Beautiful, Joe. <laughs> yeah, real. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for our listeners. Hey guys, this is Joe Marsnick with the Joe Marsnick Band, and you're listening to Luna on the Jam Frequency Radio Show.
Joe Marcinek definitely gives us the vibe of gratitude. The frequency of gratitude was definitely coming through with Luna from Joe Marcinek. He wrote that while he was driving. So let's drive into the next segment, the next artist. I Nicely don't know. done, Sean. <laughs> but we've got a good friend of ours and a great saxophone player. Who is it, Des? Ricky Hopkins. Not only does he play saxophone, he plays multiple instruments, John. He recently came out with, in the early 2020, Alter Ego, his latest album. Let's let Ricky tell us what he shared. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Ricky Hopkins. Ricky, it's John and Des. How you doing? Hey, Ricky. Hey, hey, how are you guys doing? Ah, we're hanging out, enjoying the cold weather up here in the mountains. How about you? Oh, man, that sounds really nice. Probably very beautiful to look at each day. (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. We have just enough snow everywhere that it's like a winter wonderland. Just nice white everywhere. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Are you getting out in nature at all? My girlfriend and I went to this little beach out in L.A., just near close to Manhattan Beach. Not really necessarily secluded, but just way fewer people. Uh, So we went there, and it's got a lot of cliffs and beautiful scenery. So we did that, which was awesome. And we've taken walks here or there. She more or less drags me. (laughs) <laughs> More or less drags me to go do the walking, which at the time I gripe about a little bit. But then once we do it, I'm actually really happy we did. Yeah. Uh, yes. Just to see something, you know, different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yes. Change of scenery is always a good thing. Absolutely. Especially with just all the uh, chaos that's been this year. 
Yeah, it's all over the place. <laughs> Literally, it's just never ending. I constantly find myself just shocked. Mm-hmm. Like in a state of shock of just like, really, there's something else today? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. If we didn't laugh, we'd cry, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I did plenty of that for a couple of months. I definitely felt that way. <laughs> yeah. I think we can all admit that we've yeah, been there. For sure. Thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate you and your music, and we're excited to have you on this episode. It's awesome. So thank you. Hey, thank you guys for thinking of me. I appreciate it. It's always an honor. We always get warm and fuzzy. I know I do when I hear your songs play on the stage, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. There's Ricky. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, guys. Uh, yeah, the song <laughs> Blue is, is really great. I mean, we like them all. But, that one's uh, in rotation right now, and that one's my favorite from your album. So every time it comes oh, on, awesome. I get excited. Awesome. Thank <laughs> yes. you guys so much. I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoy it. That's, that makes me happiest more than anything, is just knowing that people are enjoying it and enjoying it for what it is for them and that's the best feeling so i, I really appreciate that you're awesome. welcome yeah, it's, our, it's our pleasure yeah yes. it's a two-way street for sure <laughs> what's the song that you wanted to share is it hope or what were you thinking you know actually that's a really great idea it's funny because the last like couple of days or so i've been kind of like just going through my what i call the vault i have all this music that i've written that i never released ah well that might be very very cool yes <laughs> i know i didn't want to assume that we were playing anything see if maybe you had something special for yeah us. i just looked at the album tracks and i'm thinking oh he's probably going to choose hope and I, we listened to it earlier so yeah what did you have in mind well i actually wrote something it's a bit more personal but i guess it is mm-hmm. my personal story about gratitude in a way i had written this composition called it's just my grandmother's name mary wilson she basically was a person that was probably one of the most influential people that i've met you know raised me bought me my first saxophone got me into music she passed away maybe about 13 years ago or so you know how you meet those people in life the effect that they have on you stays with you for the rest of your life so i had written this song i was actually going to put this on alter ego And I kind of went back and forth about it for a long time. And I decided, I actually decided I was going to save it because I felt like at the time it wasn't done. I didn't feel like it was finished. After you guys texted me, I think it was a couple days ago, I was thinking, okay, I was like, songs about gratitude and something that I haven't already done because in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, well, Hope would be a great track. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but given, right? (laughs) Absolutely. But I uh, found this song. It's a bit longer. The reason I went into all that was this was the month that she passed away. And given that we're going into the Thanksgiving, and I started thinking about it. I think it's a perfect idea. I think we need to do it if you're okay with it in its form right now, yeah. Awesome. It's just a song I wrote just in kind of tribute to her, and that was sort of my gratitude for all that she did to get me this far. (laughs) Oh, most definitely. I remember the story that you had told previously when we did the interview before. You had mentioned her getting you the first saxophone, so it all comes around. Absolutely. Can we ask you what you've been doing musically during these times? Jeez. I think for the first two months, I was just uh, trying to absorb everything that was going on Mm -hmm. and just figure out, like, because you have to remember at the time that this was going on, I was supposed to have an album release, a show in March. So I had been talking to Manny and Ronnie and the guys, uh, Brad Davis, and we're trying to, like, figure out, because we had set a date and everything, so we were all trying to get ready for that, set up rehearsals and all that sort of fun stuff, and then this all happened. Yeah. (laughs) So I had to kind of, like, mentally accept some of that, and I understood the reasons of the shutdown, and I'm definitely pro for it, 
mm-hmm. you know, given what we have been through and how things are going, you know, it was a tough situation to be in, but it just, it made sense. So I got it. But I definitely had that feeling inside of like, man, I've been working on this record for three years and I just want to play this thing and mm-hmm. had that experience. But so it was a little bit of sadness in that respect that kind of went away. And then just all of the ebbs and flows of the pandemic and being inside and all the feelings. And it just got to a point where social media for me was just becoming way too much. And I had to distance myself. I was getting upset. And it was just a point where I just had to say, okay, let me just get out of this for a bit and just go through the motions and go back to the basics. What is the thing that I enjoy doing the most? And that's just creating. So the last probably five or six months, I've been nonstop writing. So I have a lot of new ideas and things I'm working on. And I'm thinking I'm probably leaning towards releasing something again next year. Mm. Uh, It won't be a big record because I definitely next year want to hopefully fall this kind of subside somewhat. I'm hoping that I'll get the opportunity to play all the stuff from that record and kind of really give that record its proper run. But I will sprinkle in a new maybe three track, four track EP. So yeah, that's different great. ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, why not? I'm excited for you. So during the time, you know, that we've been sheltered, <laughs> let's just put it that way, you've been yeah. using it to be creative. And that's a very powerful thing because we can certainly, it's a time where we can choose to be uplifted and look at the time as free time that we didn't have before, or we can go to a, a darker place that is just like, oh man, I'm in, I'm in fear. So it sounds like you're on the point where you had to go through some of that, but you've looked at it like, you know what, I'm going to write some stuff during this period. So that's really exciting to hear. And the fact that you're going to share with us a song that you had written before and the meaning behind it is so powerful. Mary Wilson, is this is the first time I've actually put this out there. So Awesome, Ricky. <laughs> so good. What do you think is going to happen after all of this subsides? Do you think the evolution of music is going to be on a hopeful note? During this period of time, there's been a lot of people going through a lot of different emotions. How do you think the musicians and the music will sound maybe going forward? You know, it's funny you say that and ask that because that's something I've actually thought about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of twofold in a, in a lot of ways because, as you just said, you know, going through all of these different emotions in a situation like this, you know, I think as a writer and as somebody that's a creative person, you channel all these different feelings that you have because I know for myself, pre pandemic, we have our lives and the way that we're used to things and we're traveling and playing and touring and doing this and that. And there might be issues going on in the world, Mm -hmm. but everything still goes. Now you're in this position where you have to stop and you have to watch everything Mm -hmm. and see all of it as it's happening in front of you. And I think this creates different feelings and emotions. And I think going forward, the music, it's going to be interesting. I think in some ways, you're definitely going to see people begin to step out for some is a risk for their careers as as far as how they want to like put themselves out there as a musician Mm -hmm. by being true to yourself and saying, you know what, these injustices in the world are wrong and I'm going to tell you what I think about them in this music. And I'm going to actually not just make the music necessarily about my life or, you know, the individual's life, but also about what's going on around them and bringing that sort of light. I think some people will really channel the feeling of loneliness that is going through a quarantine, you know, where you, you can't really do anything that you're used to and the things that we didn't really think about before and now we don't necessarily you don't have the ease of going out anymore and just not having to worry about anything i think you'll see people channel those feelings of sadness and fear 
And then at the same time, I actually think there will be some people that will, in some music, will try to create something that's very uplifting and happy. You know, you want to have that sort of hopefulness about the future and what's going on and continue to be optimistic. I think there's going to be some of that, too. The thing that'll be interesting is over the next few years, as this changes and as life kind of goes on, how does this change all of these genres of music? Is there now a darker tone to it? Is it now something else? I think yeah. it's going to be an interesting, interesting time. I think you're going to see a burst of creativity from a lot of artists. And it's exciting as a listener, you know, because you're going to discover all this great music. And yeah, I think that's it. It'll be a multitude of things. Right. <laughs> it's a hard one to answer, but I really wanted to hear your response. Where are we going? And I think really we're all on the same playing field. And that is, who knows? But, you know, I'm hoping, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's I'm actually kind of excited. Excited, in a way yeah. so Wait. let's go with that optimistic that at least it's exciting to look forward to i don't know yeah. yeah yeah i feel like you got to now at the end of the day after the worst things happen there's always i mean if you think back to things that we've we've gone through in our own lives you think there's this period of just oh i think i've hit the floor hit the worst of this and then something happens something great happens or something just anything good happens and you suddenly are going <laughs> i feel so great now right yeah. and i think just that the momentum of that I think will push people forward. And I think we just, as people, we just have to look at this and say, you know what, right now, yeah, it's it's rough right now, but all we got to do is just continue to weather the storm, get through it, and things will eventually subside. I think that's the attitude you have to have with it. Yes. Right. There's light at the end of the tunnel. It's not going to be dark forever. Exactly. Evolution. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also like the fact that there's a lot of different artists that are being able to get together and do different things together, too. So like you said, everybody's creativity is going to a different level. So it's pretty, pretty exciting, I think. What I think is also going to be kind of interesting is think about when, when this whole thing first started. You suddenly had people at home who were hosting their own live stream or people that were getting together on whatever platform you want to name and doing virtual concerts together, which I think is really cool for multiple reasons. Of course, as an artist, you now have another way of reaching people. But I think just as like a listener or concert goer, all of a sudden you're seeing all these shows and it's literally at your computer or your phone or wherever. And that's pretty cool. Like you have these awesome situations where all these artists that otherwise probably you wouldn't see playing together yeah are playing together and are doing concerts for people which i think is really cool and like you said us non-musicians are able to see more shows than we would have before because they're more accessible and because people are trying to keep the fees and the price for those shows low because they can so Mm -hmm. yeah it's been a lot of fun to see a lot of different bands for sure yeah and you don't have to worry about the fashion sense anymore you can you know (laughs) pajamas are in vogue now yeah pajamas and masks yes <laughs> comfort is in comfort is in vogue. Of course, math too. There it is. Comfort yes. is in vogue. <laughs> oh, man, awesome. oh man, Ricky, it's been so much fun catching up with you. This is Ricky Hopkins of Ricky Hopkins and the Urban Band, saxophone player, and you're listening to the Jam Frequency Radio Show. This is a song I wrote for my grandmother entitled Mary Wilson.
Ricky Hopkins with Mary Wilson, his grandmother who bought him his first saxophone. Very cool to give gratitude to grandma. His grandma was very special. We've come to our third artist giving gratitude for our episode this week, John, and I'm excited to bring Kenneth Frost from the Cuckoos. The Cuckoos were voted number one a psychedelia band to see live by Classic Rock Magazine in the Pink Floyd issue. I can't wait to share Kenneth's story. What an interesting perspective on life and uh, just a cool dude. Thank you to all of our artists this week giving gratitude and stories and song, of course, music of gratitude. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Let's get into our interview. We have Kenneth Frost, who is with us from the band The Cuckoos, and they hail out of Texas. We have always really enjoyed their style, their up-and-coming artists, and we really appreciate what you guys are doing out there. How is The Cuckoos staying active and busy and in good spirits during these times, Kenneth? Howdy, howdy, everybody. We are kind of just doing everything to keep our sanity. It's been me and Dave, my partner in crime, guitar player, because we live together in this quarantine and we haven't really been able to spend time with the other guys. And I feel like right when the whole world kind of closed up, we were really blessed to have a EP ready to go. So we put out a seven song EP at the beginning of the quarantine. And that's really kept us afloat for a little bit. And then we put out a new single a couple weeks ago to kind of be our here's our catalog of 2020 (laughs) to look back on. Yeah, we got to record a new song. And we've been really trying to adapt to the, the digital mainframe with the lack of live shows and things these days so it's been uh, really weird but it's kind of forced us to be creative in other aspects that we've maybe neglected in the past awesome and you guys are doing a great job with putting the videos together recording new material where are you finding inspiration during this time honestly i think it's the little stuff like thinking about some of the things that we took for granted during the the more normal times I mean, it's always easy to look at the past with rose-tinted glasses. It's kind of weird when you get forced to be, like, locked in your house for about a year. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stuff you miss out on and lose, and I think it makes every little sunshiny day or uh, getting to play with my dog in the yard or just the little good things that give me good vibes. I feel like they're almost accentuated by all the negativity we're surrounded by. (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like it's easy to go and fall down like a rabbit hole of writing about all of the crazy chaos and politics and social issues. And I think as an artist, you kind of have a responsibility to be the voice of people and stuff like that. But on the other end, sometimes it's like, hey, Kanye, shut up. You know, like, I just want to hear some good music. So I do feel like in these crazy, dark times, it's good to just try to lift people's spirits a little bit and give people hope with the little things. Absolutely. Most definitely. I think everybody can probably second and third that one there. Has there been something that's maybe surprised you during this time that maybe you're embracing and being grateful for and maybe doing on a regular basis now? I guess now's a good time to say it, but uh, there was kind of a surprise early on during the quarantine. Our rhythm section, Cole and our bass player, Eric, kind of decided they had to jump ship 
with the cuckoos so it's kind of me and dave now as far as people leaving a band and it's almost like a relationship it's like those are our brothers and stuff but there was no hatred or fighting or anything it was just with the gravity of real life setting and i think they kind of just needed to take a little break from the cuckoos so that's made like i was saying earlier we've just really been forced to adapt and there's a lot of creative things we've been trying to kind of resurrect the classic rock era with a, a classic four-piece kind of band thing for a while and mm-hmm. you know me and dave like a lot of other types of music and sometimes i feel like we've been putting ourselves in a little bit of a box the past few years so honestly it is a little liberating I mean, I I love those guys to death, and I I hope to God we play shows again whenever the uh, whole virus thing kind of eases up a little bit. And it it was really understandable, like, (laughs) with everything happening, kind of be like, oh, yeah, you guys can't just drop everything and be the pandemic rock and roll band. (laughs) But honestly, I felt more creative than ever in terms of writing and ideas usually i'm in like a a certain mood or a wave or there's a particular thing i want to shoot for but i'm feeling very uh the sky's the limit right now so uh, i've just been kind of writing a ton and playing a bunch of weird funky instruments and it's been it's been cool Awesome. Nice to hear. Making lemonade out of lemons for sure. Forced change. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. So thank you for that. Because we respect you a great deal in your creative process. And we've got that interview with you is so awesome. We really (laughs) just reflect back on that and say, well, Kenneth and and the guys are just doing their own thing. They're honest. And really, that's all we can ask. And you're good people. So there's that. But we asked you specifically for this episode to pick a song that made you feel a certain amount of gratitude. And you picked the song Pop Trend Centers. Is there a reason for choosing this song specifically? Yeah, I think so. Because it's a song that me and the guys were playing live before uh, this whole quarantine thing happened it was going to be the next thing we were all going to do together you know and i feel like it feels like a song that i wrote during the quarantine even though it's something that we wrote before Mm -hmm. and uh it was just kind of like a i feel like the world has caved in (laughs) the past seven months and it was like no we've got to get this song out there you know there's (laughs) like maybe only 25 people that have heard it in a live show before this whole quarantine thing know that it exists but those people need this song so we've got to complete it and put it out like i said earlier i try to stay away from political or social kind of songs but that song i just couldn't help but kind of it's a little bit of a uh observation or uh there's so much division these days there's the left there's the right and there's that big old gray area in between. And I think some people forget that these days and there, uh, it's just been so much, so much fighting and so much negative. Yeah. Negative that it's like, damn, Hey guys, don't you know that like <laughs> we're all human? <laughs> we all make mistakes. It felt important to me that we should get this song out and see it through, I guess is what I'm, I'm rambling about. I, I really wanted to see it through. So I'm very grateful that I was able to do that and uh, I feel accomplished. 
Bravo. And I think uh, listening to the song, you do put a lot into it politically and socially and just as humans. I think it's all there and nicely done and neutral and a lot of great points come across. You could take it this way or that way, but I really do appreciate what it says about the times we're living in right now. Thank you. Those who are about to listen to this song, pay a particular attention to the lyrics, lyrics. because they're yes. they're really creative, and it's not that political. Spe- or you know. preachy, either. Yeah, preachy. That's yeah, the word yeah, I'm looking I'm not, for. No. I feel like I'm not trying to poke at one no. side or the other. I'm trying to be right. kind of tongue in cheek. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, let's take a little bit of a look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're all in this together, and we've we've got to pick each other up. We can't leave one man down just because of the way he looks or acts or feels or anything like that so yeah, yeah. I, I think it is definitely a very positive and neutral lyrics for these times that we're in so we appreciate you sharing it with us kenneth howdy everybody this is kenneth frost from the cuckoos you're listening to the jam frequency radio show and this is our new song pop trendsetters We don't give a damn Cause we're watching the 
of the Jam Frequency Radio Show. Thank you to the amazing artists that joined us this week, and we look forward to where next episode's Jam Frequency will take us. See you next time for another episode of the Jam Frequency Radio Show. Where words and music kaleidoscope.